This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, After Buzzers! How exciting! Welcome to the first after show for Shadowhunters here at AfterBuzz TV. Shadowhunters is on um, Freeform, the former ABC family. We are going to be covering Season 1, Episode 1, entitled The Mortar Cup, The Mortal Cup. Again, your host, Sam Davidson. I have an awesome panel here with me today. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves and let us know where we can find you on Twitter? Absolutely. I'm Erin Lane. You can find me on Twitter at LoveErinLane and on Instagram at AlwaysEatYourCake. I'm Becca Brown, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BeccaBTalksTV. And guys, please don't forget to follow us on, you know, all social media platforms and go on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, rate, review, subscribe. We love hearing your feedback, especially for new shows like these. And we really appreciate all, like, the feedback we've heard so far, how excited you guys are. Um, And we just started now. So thank you so much. We have Becca on the live chat. She'll be on the live chat for the season. So if you're here and you're watching, we're listening. Talk to us. Very exciting. So, before we start breaking down this crazy episode, my notes are pages long, uh, I would like to go around the panel and hear what you guys thought of the first episode and if you've read the books. I, okay, I didn't know what to think going into this. I kind of had high expectations because I'm almost done with the first book. I'm trying to take it kind of piece by piece so that I'm not way ahead of everything, but I'm going to say the first scene in the show was my favorite part of the whole show. And then from there, it was kind of highs and lows for me. I'm kind of all over the map with this one. Um, I 
overall enjoyed it a lot. I tend to like most shows on the network Freeform, formerly ABC Family, um, just because they apply for like to like the younger audience, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, it's great. I have not read the books, but I want to give a perspective from some from people who were just starting to view the show without reading the books. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. In all honesty, I have not read the books. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, it is on top of my bucket list right next to going to the dentist, which, trust me, is really important <laughs> for me right now. So it's high. I'm going to read the books, but I also think it's important that, you know, people who don't read the books are also going to enjoy this show. We've talked a lot um, privately about Pretty Little Liars. There were books, and, you know, most people didn't read them, and if they did, they read them after. I read them after. And I think adapting a book series to a TV show is way different than to yeah. do it to films. Totally. Yeah. We like to be surprised. I like the mystery. (laughs) I do kind of like that, as far as the books go, what I'm finding as I'm reading a little bit of the first book, and I'm almost done. I was listening to it on audiobook on my way over here. I'm like, at the very end, but it's kind of helping me understand some of the stuff that's going on on like a deeper level. Absolutely. I mean, when I saw the Twilight movies, for example, I thought if I just saw this movie, I'd never read the books. I would not understand. I would think this was stupid. But every stupid thing is referring to something that the people that read the books know. So those weird moments that felt forced in the first episode, I'm like, you know what, I gotta read these damn books because I'm sure it makes sense and it's in there for a reason. So definitely gonna, you know, and I've read a lot of articles too already about what's different, what's the same, what's different. And one of the reasons I want to read the books is so I can understand. It's different. Yeah. 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 More so than like what's different, what's the same for me, it was what you're talking about is that kind of like, oh, that seemed kind of, I didn't get it in the show. And then when I was reading it in the book, I'm like, that's why. Okay. That means something. And then it kind of goes into what it means and why, which is really helpful. But they're doing a good job of still kind of at least like connecting things, I think. Absolutely. I think I think they are. And, you know, for those of you that have read the books, bear with us. We will be on the same page, pun intended, as you soon. Um, but for those of you that haven't, don't feel bad. And maybe read the books if you want to, if you really like the show and want to get a better insight into what's going on. So let's start off the episode. I want to start talking first about Cleary's normal life. We only get a small snippet of it because her life is pretty much, like, destroyed by 32 minutes in but you know we first meet her and it's her 18th birthday and to her she's just very oblivious you'd think that after all these years she would have maybe picked up on some things but she just seems doesn't have any idea what's about to happen to her um and she gets into the Brooklyn Academy of Art because, you know, her and her best friend, Simon, who I know is going to be part of a love triangle. Love, Simon. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I'm, like, painfully obsessed with Simon in a way that I can't even explain in I, words. I yeah, I adore Simon. Me too. So Especially when he took his shirt off. You're like, what? I like, I like the glasses. Yes. They're yeah, so I like make, the glasses. They make him so cute. And the bear chest. Yeah, I'm I like, come at me with those Absolutely ones. adorable. Yeah. yeah it's I want this one of my favorite characters so far. Me too. I really like him. They're best friends. They have a f- kind of weird relationship. I just yeah. want to throw this out there. Her getting on his back, doing a piggyback ride, like, after she came home, and, you know, mom's like, I'm going to have a Simon. Bye. I'm an adult now. And then she just, like, <laughs> like, hops on his back. And I'm like, okay, A, 
you're 18 and B, you literally think this guy isn't in love with you if you're if he's letting you like you know get on his back. Oh my gosh, someone's completely head over heels for Clary. Yeah, totally. Well, that's like the like part completely in love when she's telling him that he's oblivious to <laughs> Maureen being in love with him, and then she it's like he's you're oblivious. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. I mean, there's so many things that are very book like. Again, I'll keep on bringing this up. Those lines where it's like, well, how do you have no idea someone that's right in front of you? is in love with you and he's like I think that there's a lot of smart people out there that have no idea there's people in front of them that are in love with them yeah totally it was you know it was like okay get it it was it, that to me was very totally like love is very complicated yeah for everyone it is I do like that in the show they're 18 and they like specifically were like 18th birthday in the books they're 15 and oh. it totally weirds me out like I they're just all the things that are happening in there seem like at 15, it would be way different to handle than at 18. I like that they kind of jumped that age a I feel bit. like it works better for the actors, probably, mm-hmm. as well. That's a... I'm Just really... They play close to I'm really age. glad you told us that. And for readers and watchers out there that have read the books and, you know, see differences, like, comment and tell us. Because I find it really fascinating to, uh, to know that. So, Clary goes home after she gets into this great art school, tells her mom, and she sees Dot. In the books, who is Dot supposed to be exactly? Do you know? Mm-hmm. She She's Madame Dorothea. She's like this old cranky lady who is not technically magical, but comes from a kind of magical But she's old? Background. She's old, yeah. Oh. And not beautiful so and young, that's... like this Dot? Correct. Yeah, like the opposite. Like Brooklyn accent old lady. Okay. Gee. So here, Dot just basically seems kind of like an aunt to Clary. Not technically, but you know, I, you know, you have aunts that are not related to you. Uh, she's doing tarot cards when Clary comes home, and the one of the first cards she pulls, and this is what I noticed third time around watching it, that's what I was saying to you guys earlier. This show is, especially the first episode, watch it more than once. You'll yes. pick up on a lot of stuff. So Dot pulls over a tarot card, and on the first one is a, cu- a gold cup. Yes, I noticed that. Like, oh my god, I didn't even... Think the second or third time. I watched yeah, it I watched three times too yeah. and I didn't even see that. See, that's yeah. like you're totally right. The more you watch it, the more I think there's probably little things sprinkled throughout everything. Absolutely. I think that definitely goes for every show. Just repeatedly. I, I like guess. doing that. Yeah, I think shows that you and I both like, though, because I feel like a lot of shows don't necessarily do that. There's a lot of dumb Comedy things. shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, comedy yeah. shows. So we see that, and, you know, Dot gives uh, Clary this sexy little black number for her birthday, and she, you know, it's like Dot is the older sister aunt figure to her, which seems very different from the books. But I kind of, did you guys catch in there that at some point someone said to her, for as old as you are, or something, they talked about her being old or something, and I think that maybe, you know how sometimes... Like in Twilight, they're really old, mm-hmm. but they just never they age don't. physically. Age, yeah. So I'm curious about that. I'm curious if it's something to do with her being magical and she is old on the inside. Well, I think she is magical because she was able to make that potion. Or did she get she's that potion from magical. Magnus? Yeah, she's magical. But with that being said, we'll get this, into this a little bit later. She is not going to be around for long. But when she gives Clary her gift, it almost seems like she's saying goodbye. And yeah, it's, that was pretty sketchy. It's like a to foreshadowing. Me. The, yeah, I it love was you. A foreshadowing. It was really weird. Um, and then you know we meet Jocelyn, uh, Clary's mother, who is acting really very weird. 
gives yes. her a birthday gift, an heirloom, like which is a knife. It's like, oh, thank you for this <laughs> knife on my 18th birthday that has this crest in it that Clary has been drawing nonstop. Yeah, everyone, everyone around Clary is acting weird, and Clary's just like, oh, okay, so nothing. Yeah, she's changed. She's very nonchalant yeah. about every she's all of these like, things. She's very cool with everyone acting weird around her. Well, see, what I think it is is I think that she is 100% <laughs> convinced she's going insane. Yeah. Like, that she's just, oh, <laughs> well, I would be. I definitely wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> and I wouldn't want to tell everybody, like, what was going on in here, because I'd be sent to a mental institution. Yeah. Like, my biscotti, <laughs> yeah. my biscotti disappeared. Yeah, I'd be like, fine. okay, I'm just going to let this one go, because, like, if they keep on saying this stuff to Simon, he is going to send me somewhere and call my mom, and it's going to be a bad situation. Um so after we meet Jocelyn, we see this flashback that happened 10 years ago yeah. when Clary was eight, um, which is she's sitting by a pond playing and then some demon comes out of it and tries to attack her and her mom kills the demon and then brings her to, uh, sorry, was it Magnus? Yeah, Magnus. Magnus. I love him. Yes, I love him too. Really, I love um, him. <laughs> yes. I definitely jumped like 10 feet in the air when that's scene occurred. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big Glee fan anyway, so I'm yes. glad to see this uh, side. Of like a darker the, side. The actor, yeah. So And and more lines. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For two seasons of Glee, he sang, or danced. Danced. And, danced, and, danced, and, danced, and it was great. Like, I loved watching him dance, but this is really cool to see him kind of have more depth. And Get he's a chance good. to he prove good. himself as an he's actor. He's really good. So back in this flashback, we see Jocelyn take a uh, his, her daughter, Clary, to Magnus, and he is a warlock, and she says, you're the only one who could do this. He takes her memories away, and even before it happens, the child version of Clary says, I don't want to do this, and even, you know, uh, Magnus said that this isn't helping her. Like, this is just kind of prolonging things. And, um, but that's, you know, we get... What I like about this show, too, is that the audience seems to know a lot more than the protagonist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it makes us feel very powerful and in charge. And it's fun. I like those kinds of I do shows. like that. And I think even more so, like, the people that have read all of the books, too, have this even deeper level of understanding. So it's kind of like all these different levels of this outside perspective of Clary and kind of this knowing what may or may not happen to her, but knowing that there's something bigger than she knows. Yeah, exactly. And we, like, we knew that flashback. She probably still, after this episode, doesn't, she doesn't know that flashback. And, you know, we'll see what happens. But so we we know that she is something, her mom is something, her mom got her memory erased. Thus, that is why we are here today in this huge predicament. Which I I love flashbacks because they really give us insight into things we don't know about. I thought it was placed at a weird moment in the show. Oh, and I think someone said that. In yeah, the what chat. are people saying? Are, um, are people crapping on us because we didn't read the books? No. Um, <laughs> Thanks, but guys. yeah, there. But I think someone was pointing out that they wanted the flashback scene to be uh, the beginning. Mm. Well, something interesting I read online in an article of someone that was like the top five differences in the pilot than versus in the books was that that scene in the books, the young Clary attacked and killed uh-huh. the demon. Yeah. 
And ver- and then the person was really pissed that wrote the article that was, was like, oh, God forbid, free form, let a girl yeah. fight for herself when she's 10. That's yeah. one thing I did know. So in the books, because I'm still reading the first book and I'm like super addicted into it now. Like I've been reading on my Kindle and then listening to it. And like, oh, you totally. But she's like, she's a total badass. She's like, just like snarky and witty and powerful and awesome. But she's. I love badass. I, I want to see Female that. characters. Yeah. And I'm, like, getting a little bit of it. I can, like, you can see it under there somewhere. You can see that it's going to come out. Yeah. I just want it. I want it to come out. Well, yeah. Which uh, we'll get into when she uh, grabs that, I was going to say grabs that ass. Grabs that axe. (laughs) We'll get into it. So sorry. When she grabs that ass. No, when she grabs the axe, you see her, like, head kind of change mentally. You know what I mean? So we also find out that uh, Luke who we've spoken about before, is uh, Jocelyn's boyfriend something. And again, Jocelyn is uh, Clary's mother. You know a little bit about Luke from the books? What what do you know? I know a little bit about Luke. They don't tell you a ton about Luke. He's kind of mysterious. I The only thing I do know right now is that he once was a shadow hunter and now maybe isn't but that's kind of all I know because I'm still in the first book so I'm sure all you guys that you know have been reading the books know way more than we do but we know a little bit more in the books than we do in the show but he's still kind of a mystery to me he is um he's a police officer that's what we know and he's in a relationship with Jocelyn and also knows the secret at this point that's all we know then we get a real introduction to the shadow hunters themselves at the beginning we see Clary you know, kind of run into Jace and have this, you know, I'm invisible. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I don't know. (laughs) And we see their lair, which is basically in an old church, which we find out again later. And they're super attractive. What do you guys think of the casting of the Shadowhunters? I think the whole cast of the show is incredibly attractive. Like, And they're good. Where did they find all these perfect people (laughs) to be in the show? It's Insane. Well, just our neighbors here in LA. Yeah. There's millions of them. Hey, friend. Yeah. I like them. I just, I'm wanting to see more out of some of them. You know, like with Clary, I want to see that kind of more powerful thing. And then I feel like there's going to be more chemistry coming between the characters as we go. I know it's the first episode. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like waiting to see them kind of grow into their characters. Yeah, I, I feel like that's coming. Yeah. I feel like. In the first episode, Cat uh, and Burger's chemistry is really good. And they play uh, Clary and Simon. And Simon, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I feel like their chemistry is very good. And I'm a big fan, as far as Shadowhunters, of Isabel and Alec, who are brother and sister. I think they are, like, super awesome. I think Isabel yeah. is awesome. I really like her. Then uh, let's talk about um, both worlds colliding. Which is after Simon has his concert or whatever that was. Okay, it was his, very sweet. His gig, his gig, his gig. Yeah, it's called Champagne Enema. So cute. And then what is the second one called? What do they rename the band? Oh, Rock okay. Solid Panda. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I wanted to say something with a monkey. I don't know. Panda. Close. Yeah. Oh, thank. I had to stop and pause my TV, and I'm watch. I was watching so it with my fiance, and he was like. I'm sorry, can we... Re- Did they say champagne enema? Is that, <laughs> was that what we really called this? And I'm like, yes. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing in the whole show. So cute. But they changed it. They literally did. Uh, after that concert gig, whatever have you, they're in 
front of the I'm calling it the demon club because I don't like. Do you, is there a better word for it that I'm like not aware of? Well, it's pandemonium, but then they're always flashing oh, yeah. the lights on and off, so it's like demon, demon, and it says demon. Yeah, so it's the demon club. After Clary sees Jace, and you know they have this interaction, and she, I love the scenes where she looks insane because Simon is just looking Simon's at her face in the background. It's just fantastic. Oh, crap. What is happening to her? This is not... I don't know how I can fix this. Like, yeah. This is bad. So, uh, Clary goes into the demon club trying to find answers. She takes off her jacket and has a sexy shirt on that Doc got her. And she's, like, really aggressive and flirty. And it's just following the worst demons around. Yeah. She grabs onto that one demon's arm and says something about his eyes. Nice contacts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, nice yes. contacts, but they're not. He's a demon. And she ends up in the back room uh, where stuff is going down. It surprised me how normal she continues to act, honestly. I'd be like, okay, get me out of here. Yeah. Right, she just goes to handle it. Yeah, she just like kind of takes everything in the world on. Mm-hmm. Without fear. And at this point, I see it as her trying to, like, save her sanity. Yeah. She's trying to prove she's not insane. Yeah. <laughs> not crazy. And she sees Jace attack a demon with a sword, and she pulls the demon, who looks like a woman, to try to save her. And then, of course, the demon woman attacks her, and Chase kills that demon. They're all killing demons left and right. Somehow, Clary gets a hold of a sword and accidentally kills a demon. And she's super freaked out. Yeah, finally she's freaked out by something. But I totally agree with you that I think she's trying to convince herself that she's not crazy. But, I mean, when you're seeing tentacles come out of something's mouth, how do you not think you're crazy? crazy. Yeah. How do you act? Yeah. Yeah, and what I also loved about the club scene was that when she walked out, she saw Magnus... And he saw her, and both of them kind of... Those memories are going to come back that he took away, basically, is what I'm seeing. And he's going to be a big part of it, obviously. But I love... Like, he was... Gosh, he was so great. He's going to get mad. (laughs) Harry Chum? Yeah. He is, I think, one of my... He and Simon, as of right now, are my favorite characters. Simon is definitely my favorite character as of right now. Yeah. I love... I love Simon, too. Okay, so after the concert and she goes to the club, she runs home to talk to her mom because, you know, she needs to. And when she gets there and starts telling her mom what happened, she's like, I think I killed a guy. Was I drugged? I think I was drugged. Her mom tells her that she wasn't and, you know, everything she knows is not right and there's an explanation for everything. And that's what she wouldn't listen to at the beginning. I can't figure out if that would be reassuring or make you feel worse. Like, does she want her mom to be like, yeah, you were probably drugged. Sorry. (laughs) Or was she wanting someone to confirm that all this is real? I think she just needed someone to comfort her. And the mom freaks out. And, you know, then Dot comes running up saying that they know you're here. They found you, which is the circle group. Right? So it's super circle. Yes, circle. Yeah. And uh, next thing we know, Dot has this potion that she gives Jocelyn and says, don't, you know, just in case. And they, and Jocelyn puts a necklace around Clary's neck and tells her that she needs to 
finds Luke for help and that she loves her. And then uh, Dot opens a portal and Clary goes through it and ends up in the police station. It was an intense scene. I really liked it. I really liked it, too. The only thing that killed it for me was I wanted the portal to not be as sparkly and purple. I don't know why. It, like, totally took yeah. me out of the scene. But other than that, I really liked all the lead-up to that. And then it totally kind of, like, took all that m- magic. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like as the show goes on, the special effects will get better and improve. Mm-hmm. Like, since it's the first episode, they didn't know how much they were able to spend on yeah. that special effects. Or maybe the story will just get so intense that we won't even care anymore. Yeah, then we won't even need it. Yeah, and I mean, we, uh, us hosts, talked about this uh, off camera, that if you like Buffy or Charmed or any of those shows, I mean, there were some ridiculous things that you had to watch. And yeah, it was laughable, but it's a fantasy show. Yeah. You either like it or you don't. And if you don't, that's fine. Totally. But this just isn't your show. And I think, too, the books, this is what I'm finding, are, they're kind of campy on purpose. They're, like, tongue-in-cheek and funny, and they'll kind of, like, hit you over the head with certain things on purpose. So I like, in a certain way, that they're taking that into the show to kind of have those little, like, snarky, funny elements or a little over-the-top and campy, but on purpose. Mm-hmm. I really like some of the lines in the show so far. I think they're delivered well um, when... She would, when she talked back to her mom and said, I'm turning 18, it's not like I'm heading off on some epic journey. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's, but it, at the same time, it's very like foreshadowing totally. teenagers. Oh my gosh. Children. I don't know. Yeah, it's like that tongue in cheek foreshadowing that they're like, hey, hey. Yeah. Happen? And that is part of the reason why perhaps reading the books is, it makes those kind of moments like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I get it. But for us that haven't read the books that are watching it, we're like, oh, that's stupid. Well, I know people were super, like, all over the place on the message boards about um, Simon singing Forever Young. Like, that was, like, a big thing with people from the books is that's, like, a big foreshadowing of Forever Young because people, like, don't, magic people don't age. So that was, like, a purposeful moment of Of um, Rock Solid Panda singing (laughs) Forever Young. Hey, that makes sense. So after the crazy club home scene, um, Clary gets transported to the police station where Luke is, and then she overhears his conversation with people that are looking for the cup, saying that, you know, if you, like, we will let you have Jocelyn and Clary if you give us the cup, and Luke says that he doesn't care, he doesn't care if they die, why do you think he's been here for this long, he's been working to get the cup, and um, he needs it for his people, not for Valentine, who is a character we will get into in a little bit, who's the big bad, it seems, of the yes. show. But he was the only person that she had left, that she knew of, uh, that she could trust. And so she bolts. But I think that Luke was just trying to protect and, and lie. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> I, I think so, too. And... Still, like, stole the books. I'm at the point that I'm like, you're kind of a mystery. But it felt like that. Didn't like it. It felt like they were making a point to be like, he is. Probably, he's going to protect yeah. her. And he's yeah. going to make sure everything ends up well in the end. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, totally go smoothly hope, in the end. I'm rooting for that. Yeah. I want. I feel for some reason like this emotional thing that like I want him to still be good and be her protector. Yeah. yeah. 
I think that we all do. I also think that let's let's just say that we know that Luke is the good guy and he is just trying to protect them. That's what the good guy would do. The good guy would lie. The yeah. smart good guy would lie and pretend like he didn't want anything to do with them to kind of draw less attention to Clary and Jocelyn. So, I don't know. I think you're, I think we're right. I think he's the good guy. I yeah. think that he's he's putting on the front to get the danger away. Yeah. With that being said, he also did seem to have some qualms with Jocelyn in one of the beginning scenes when he was uh, on the police force with his partner, and you know his partner was like, "You need to marry her," and he's like, "Uh, I don't really want to," or whatever he said. It. He. They had issues. He said, Jocelyn, Jocelyn and I were different. And in, like, a very, like, brooding way. Standoff kind of way. Yeah. Defensive. So, we don't know what is really going on with him at all. But I know that we're going to continue to see Luke for a long time oh, coming. Really. Sadly, we get to see that um, Dot gets killed by the circle members. Am I saying it wrong? Members? What am I supposed to say? They're just called the circle. Okay. Like in an ominous, the circle. Okay. She gets killed by the circle and literally, for a second I thought when she was thrown off that she was somehow vampire-y or magical and would like like put her bones back together and like jump up. But she was like dead as a doorknob. That's really mean. It was really sad. I I liked her character the second I saw her. I'm curious about this though because I know that the show isn't going to follow the book's directly. In the book, she's not dead dead, but she might be in the show, and so I'm really curious to find out what happens with her. She's actually dead. She looks like her limbs were at bizarre angles. Like She did not look like (laughs) she was coming back from that. Yeah, and I did see on IMDb, she's only supposed to be in two episodes this season, so perhaps we'll see a flashback or another uh, shapeshifter take form of her. I don't know. I'm not sure. And uh, at that same time, Jocelyn gets taken by the circle, and she takes this potion and says, you're never going to get the mortal cup, and that she cares about human life. So does that mean that Jocelyn does know where the mortal cup is? Is she hiding it? Yeah, I think she's hiding yeah, it. Yeah, she knows. she's hiding it, definitely. She knows. she knows more than she's telling. Mm-hmm. And then we see uh, Jocelyn and Valentine at True... How do you say it? Chernobyl? Chernobyl! Chernobyl! I knew that. I love Chernobyl. Me loving Chernobyl is bizarre because it's like a nuclear testing site in Russia. Mm -hmm. Have you seen... There's like a horror movie about it. I did. I have seen it. It's really funny. Sometimes I have trouble saying certain words and this is like one of the ten that I'm like, nope, (laughs) Chernobyl. Chernobyl. I don't think that Russian words are supposed to be easy to say. No. Yeah. So we meet Valentine, who is like the head of this circle gang. I'm just going to call him the circle gang. And mm-hmm. he Insane. is super creepy. Yeah, he reminds me of uh, of Voldemort. <laughs> a yeah. little bit. But yeah. guys, he has a heart. I think he loves Jocelyn. I or think, loved. I think every I think every bad guy secretly has a heart. Yeah. But I do too. However, his in his like care for Jocelyn was Put out there the second yes. we met his character. Totally, and I, I know some things from the book world, but I'm not going to bring them up yet because I think that there's they're going to start developing his story more. Are we going to like him more or less? Less. Neither one of those things. Like you're not going to like him more or less. He stays kind of the same as far as you're feeling about him, but you find out more about 
his story with Jocelyn. And you'll also find out more about his story in the second episode, closer to the end. Okay, yeah. yeah. For those of you, we're only covering the first episode, but there was a second episode available. That's released online. Only yes. on the app, though. Freeform went all Freeform crazy app. on us and was like, have two, which I can't control myself, and I had to watch it, but I wish I didn't. Yeah. I want to take it one step at a time. I haven't watched it yet for you guys, and part of me now is thinking, like, crap, should I not read the books? Because I don't want to know everything, which is a good point. So, yeah. for those, like, Missed please them. comment and let me know. Tweet at me, CMD43. Should there, I read them or should I not? There are some people who have been chatting who said that they didn't read the books or they read them a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. We have so much more to talk about. Not enough time. Let's see. Uh, So, Clary goes back home to find her mom. She freaks out. She finds, you know, blood. And then she goes around with the axe, which is what we kind of were talking about before. She breaks down. Then all of a sudden, her kind of, like, warrior comes out. And she's walking around the house, and she sees Dot, and she's grateful to see Dot. Like, oh, my God, thank God. Starts talking to her. And Dot is really a shapeshifter, not Dot. Someone that is shapeshifting as Dot. And it's like, where's the cup? How do you not know? That was insanely terrifying. Yeah, and it sucked. Did you guys think it was actually Dot at first? Yes. yes. I totally did, too. I was yes. like, oh, good, Dot's fine. Not going to lie. Well, no, I thought, like, Clary can see ghosts. That's what I thought. <laughs> there you go. Anything's possible in this magical yeah, world. I don't, yeah, I don't really know the power that the Shadowhunters have, so I said, you know, maybe Clary can see ghosts. But then she turns into a demon, does attack her, and as the demon is attacking her, Jace comes in, kills it, but the demon is already kind of, like, taking a bite out of Clary. And so, of course, she passes out and Jace's arms. And Jace's arms. I always wonder in shows like this, like, how easily he lifted her up. And I'm like, wait, can normal people do that? Can you just, like... She's really small. Yeah, I feel like she's very small and he probably has large arm muscles. Maybe? Yes. He appeared to have large arm muscles. I um I love Kat McNamara to death, and I hope she comes on the show. We're reaching out to her people. I've interviewed her before, but she is a beautiful, tiny little thing. I could probably lift her up, honestly. Yeah. Which is perfect, <laughs> though, because they, like, go into detail in the book about how tiny Clary is. Like, she's supposed to be this itty-bitty, fiery, red-headed little person, and I like that they stayed true to that, because sometimes, I mean, that, like, that has a lot to do with someone's character and how they end up acting. Yeah, absolutely. So, next, we, after... We find that Simon, no, not Simon, so many people. I knew I was going to mess up names. There's just so many. Clary wakes up back at the Shadowhunter's lair, and uh, Isabel is right there, like, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of reminded me of Alice from Twilight. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Now that you mentioned that, yes. Yeah. I love Izzy. Mm -hmm. Right now. I really, really like her character. She's so fun. I like her, too, because she's... She's this, like, sexy, kind of powerful, but she's also really nice. And she's, like, the funny... She's kind of, like, the comic relief of the group. Yes, and I also feel like we were mentioning we think there's going to be a love triangle. And I feel like she's going to kind of interfere in that love triangle and start liking Simon. Yeah, I'm seeing squares, like, all around. Just so many options. someone's actually shipping Simon and Izzy already. Ooh. Love it, Sizzy. I read in... In one of the interviews, oh no, I didn't read it. I watched it in the like behind the scenes making of that they said it was a love octagon. 
Oh, complicated. So it's basically everyone. Everyone likes each other. That's (laughs) amazing. Well, basically, Isabel and Jace know that Clary is special and different and is not just another mortal. But Alec, Isabel's brother, doesn't get it. He's annoyed. Part of me, I'm like, is he gay? Right? Did you guys get that gay vibe a little bit? Uh, I just, I knew, I knew I'm going to say things because I, I just know cute. things now. Okay. Oh, crap. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's gay because cute. Izzy, we're calling her that now, yes, she Izzy. said, you know, something to Alec. Why are you so upset? Is it because of the way he looks at her? Yeah. Honestly, like, Ooh. the knowing things, too, they totally, Freeform kind of put it out there a little bit because they foreshadowed in the behind the scenes something yeah. possibly with Magnus. And Alec. And I've seen a lot of that online, and it will, I've seen that it will happen. The actors have confirmed that that will happen. Oh, okay. I like So keep watching. Yeah, that's really exciting. I love it. Um, So basically, Isabel and Alec leave Jace and Clary alone, and Clary says to him, you know, everything you're telling me is crazy. I'm freaked out, but I need to find my mother. Please begs him for her help. His help. And then she gets a call from Simon, who did find my iPhone. <laughs> find my no, it's find find my friends, which is an app that yeah. you get, you can't have to find your friends. <laughs> She's been missing for two days at this point. He's just like walking around with the app on, like it's, I'm gonna find he's my just friend. Really, really in love. Yeah, it's so sad. And also, I mean, if it's your best he's friend, like a puppy dog. <laughs> even if it was like the same sex and they were straight, you know, it's your best, yeah. it's your best friend. Totally. So He cares. Yeah, he cares. He finds her, and he's like, I'm outside of an abandoned church. Then she goes, yes, I see you. Let me put my clothes on. <laughs> Can you imagine you're looking for your friend for two days, and that's the first thing they say to you? Let me get outside of this like, abandoned church. I'm naked. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Izzy leaves clothes for, <laughs> for Clary, and she literally looks like a hooker. I'm sorry, but she... Good. Like, yeah. Like yeah. a dominatrix hooker. Uh... Or just one of the characters in Sin City. Yeah, that's maybe a that's, more positive take on it. <laughs> yeah, and she goes out with Jace, who is still invisible to Simon. And again, we get some really hilarious so moments. Simon's very confused, though. <laughs> yeah, with Simon, you know, like being like, "Who are you talking to? What's going on?" And then the guy that was at the police station that was threatening Luke earlier is comes back and um, wants to attack Clary, and then Jace starts protecting her, and there's this whole fight that goes down. Clary's gasping and screaming, and Simon cannot see anything until the guy dies, and the dead body appears. He's like, oh. (laughs) So you're not insane. (laughs) He still doesn't believe her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, at this point, he's still not believing her. But things are starting to kind of add up, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Guess like slowly falling into place. It, I think it's not until Jace actually unglamors. Oh himself. yeah. Yes. So when he's like, when she said, "Can you please unglamour?" Mm-hmm. So and my does. friend doesn't think I'm insane. Exactly. Which was so kind of him. He unglamors himself and he's saying all these crazy things. We, you're one of us. Jace is. You know, we need to get you away. Yeah. Get you inside. I want to protect you. I promise it'll help you find your mother. And Simon is on the other side of her saying, like, this is crazy. We need to go to the police. Just This is please. when you know there's going to be a love triangle that's going to happen. Yeah. And that part of the story ends in this episode with her just being in the middle of them. Like, who do I choose? What do I do? <laughs> but she knows in her heart, which I think is another foreshadowing of the series, 
which way she needs to go, which person she needs to go with. And I, I know she ends up going with Jace because he can help her find her yeah. mother way more than Simon can. Yeah. It has nothing to do with her having feelings for Jace yet. No, and I don't think she's going to abandon Simon by any means either. Like, she still has that connection. Yeah, and I think now he's part of this. By accident. Mm-hmm. Or Simon. Oh, definitely. He's gotten yeah. all tangled up in this, and people are really on this chat, really shipping him with Izzy again. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see them meet. Uh, the episode ends with Valentine... Uh, and Jocelyn. Jocelyn is still unconscious. Oh, and the part I forgot to mention, too, is when Clary woke up in the uh, Shadowhunter's lair when she was dreaming, she was connecting to her mom, and it might be with the necklace. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, wasn't, I mean, they didn't really explain how the necklace works, but she, Jocelyn did say, think of me mm-hmm. when you wear it. And then that whole thing happened. Yeah, and she could see where her mother was. She didn't know where exactly she was, but she could see her mom and what was going on with her. So, in the end, we see her mom the exact way that we've seen her before, that Clary saw her, and Valentine. And again, Valentine seems to have a past and love for Jocelyn. And he also killed someone before when they talked crap on her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely... I think you're right. He's still got definitely. this on. Yeah. And yeah. so one of the circle guys... Circle elite. <laughs> circle elite. Uh, they come back to Valentine and say they couldn't find the cup. And he freaks out. And then they said, but there's a daughter. She has a daughter that looks just like her. And in, you know, Valentine's mind, all these things are going on. All these things are going on in our minds. OMG. Is he her father? I think that we're yeah. like... We and Valentine are on the same page in that point because that's what I thought too, and I'm sure that's yeah, what he is going through his head. What's going through his head at this yeah. moment in time? Yeah. So he says he needs to meet this daughter, and the episode ends. What? Which gets us into a lot of predictions. And now your after buzz TV predictions. <laughs> All right, why don't you guys go first? <laughs> you go first, because I feel like I have too much book stuff going on. Um, well, after seeing the second episode, I don't want to say too much, but... I don't think it's a good idea to have Becca do predictions if yeah. she's seen the second episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, the, yeah. I think it'll just be me, then. Keep it keep it zipped in. All I'm right. going to say my one prediction, I'm just going to go like way away from anything like super important, and say that one of the more important relationships is going to be Magnus and Alec. I think that's going to be something that something important is going to come from that. Yeah, I agree. I think that Magnus for sure is going to be a big part of the story, but I also can't wait to see him tied into Jocelyn and how he helped save her or how they were really even friends in the past, how long. I want to know how long Shadowhunters live for. There's, I mean, I mostly have a lot of questions, but obviously, you know, Clary is going to have something with Jace, love triangle with Simon. There's a lot of, I think, love triangles that are going to happen. Yeah. I want to see the, I'm curious how the octagon, love octagon, comes into Florida. Yeah. Because for me, when I first met Isabel, I thought um, she reminded me of Rose from Twilight, who had a thing for Edward. She yeah. yeah, but it seems as though she's nicer than Rose. Oh, and, definitely. Um, actually, wants to help Clary, but she's she, a very strong character. 
Yeah. At least that's what you get from her in the first episode. Oh, um, I liked when she said it's more fun to break the rules than to follow them. Mm-hmm. And she's just, just really beautiful and like. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Sexual and she's totally dancing. Dancing. I love it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love watching her. I'm a huge fan. Um, let's see. Besides that, I think that Jocelyn is. We're gonna find out that she has a really bad, dark, messed up past. Totally agree. I'm with you on that prediction for sure. I think that there's a lot more to Jocelyn than we've seen so far. Yeah, and you know, whether Clary's father is Valentine or somebody else, he's still alive. And that is going to be found out. Mm-hmm. Play a big part in yeah. the show. Did we have any history. genius comments or like nice shout outs for contributing Um, on the live chat? Of course. So, so much someone busy. said that the necklace thing wasn't in the books, which I was wondering if I just hadn't gotten to that part yet. But I think, and that then someone responded, the "Necklace is a new thing." So I wonder if they're going to do by choosing to include something like that that it's going to play some kind of a big pivotal yeah. role, you know? Because that's like this new twist that Freeform's throwing in to throw all of the book fans mm-hmm. on into new. Life. Yeah, they're trying to give the book fans more mystery. Yeah, and this like, is that's just- what I like about. I like having mystery in these shows. Me too. I don't like knowing what's going to happen. And again, not to bring up Pretty Little Liars that much, even though it precedes this show. You know, everyone I'm sure watches it that watches this show. But, like, the books there didn't add... They're not the same at all. And most people were glad they weren't, because who wants to watch a TV show where they already know what is going to happen? For a movie, for whatever reason, that's okay. People want to know... And see what they read. Definitely. Well, I guess you're wrapping a movie up in one sitting, mm-hmm. so you can have some mystery and then it all wraps together. But in the show, you're not going to tune in every week if you know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. So please, guys, let us know what you think. Let's start the hashtag ABTV Shadow Hunters. When you tweet at us or anything on social media, use that hashtag and we just want to keep the conversation going. All right, guys, where can we find y'all on social media? Um, Becca B Talks TV on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at Always Eat Your Cake and Twitter at Love Erin Lane. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram, SamDavidsonEntertainment.com, and SamDavidson25 on Snapchat when I'm feeling frisky, which you just <laughs> might want to see. And of course, AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on social media platforms. We are so excited about the show. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.